where I take you on the roller coaster that is the millennial career in the 21st century. I'm your next career move coach and I'm here to help you create clarity, be more strategic and build your mindset so that you can get more out of your life and career. I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies from my work as a coach and I'll also be bringing you inspiring stories from individuals that I'll be touching base with along the way. Welcome to Touching Base with Matilda Rose. I am so excited to be talking to you today about a topic I am extremely, extremely passionate about. It's going to be another short, sharp and shiny one, all about journaling. So this is for anyone who is intrigued in journaling that maybe wants to start journaling or maybe you already journal, you just want to up-level your practice and learn a bit more about the ritual and how it can help you and how it's supported myself and my clients to build clarity, to build my mindset, to work towards and achieve goals. So I'm going to be going through why journaling is important, how it's helped me specifically, different ways that you can journal, how to make it a consistent practice, and then the best way for you to start. So to kick off, so I believe that journaling is important for many different reasons, and it's going to give different people different things, especially at you know different times. So overall for me, I find that it really helps to provide a calm and a clear mind. When I journal, I get a lot of clarity on decision-making on just where where I'm at, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and my next steps. It's important for stress release and for tension release. It helps to build our self-awareness, um, which also helps to build our emotional intelligence. I also find that it supports creativity. It's a very present, mindful practice It improves communication and sleep. And there's also research out there that supports the link between journaling and improved immune function, which is crazy and just goes to strengthen the link between our mind and our body. How it's helped me, and I'm also going to use examples and things from what I've seen with clients and also how it's supported clients. But really simply for me, it's a way to brain dump. If I find that there is just a lot going on in my head, I feel overwhelmed, I'm anxious, there's just, you know, I just feel blocked and like I can't sort of think straight. Journaling for me is a really great way of just dumping everything down on paper. Um, So that helps me to make decisions, to get clarity on what's important, what my priorities are. Uh, It helps to alleviate sort of that inner turmoil like I was talking about before. Uh, And it helps to kind of increase that curiosity of, oh, so that triggered me. I responded like that. I wonder where that came from. And and I can kind of do a bit of a deep dive into that. It's also really helped me to get organized, especially when I was balancing corporate and my business and also a mastermind and at times study as well. On top of that, for me, journaling just helped me kind of set a clear plan for the day. I knew what I was doing. I could be proactive and sort of keep all this, all the plates spinning at once. 
to go back a few steps. So I was first introduced to journaling years and years ago by my counsellor after a breakup. I wasn't doing very well mentally and she suggested journaling. And at the time I had a lot of resistance. I didn't want to journal. I procrastinated it. I've avoided it. And the funny thing is I now see that in most of my clients when I suggest journaling. It's like for some reason we... I have a feeling it's kind of ego, like our ego doesn't want us to sit down and build our awareness or to break down barriers because our ego wants to keep us sort of safe in our comfort zone and journaling expands our awareness and our horizons and and our expansion. And I also think creating that new habit, like anything, there's going to be some resistance and avoidance there. So something to be wary of if you haven't journaled before or if you want to make it a new practice and a new habit there is going to be a level of avoidance and just you're not going to want to do it like some of you might amazing but for the most part we're not going to want to do this we're not going to want to create this ritual so just be aware of that and and your ego in that process now there are a number of different ways that you can journal and I find for the most part you know most people will combine a couple of these types of journaling uh, techniques so the first one is free writing um, also known as streams of consciousness so you're just writing down whatever comes to mind there's no structure there's no prompts it's just whatever you want to get down on paper that's what you do Bullet journaling is something that is really popular. So it has quite a a specific page layout due to a dot grid pattern. I haven't used this type of journaling myself, um, but it's very visual. You know, this sort of journaling is also conducive to stickers and colors and all sorts of all sorts of different things. There is also the unsent letter, which is a really powerful journaling technique. So this could be a letter to yourself. Maybe it's a younger version of yourself, a future version of yourself or a present version of yourself. It could be a a loved one that you hold deeply held grievances towards. So a family member, an ex-partner, a friend, anyone in your life who you're finding that you feel some resentment or, you know, some uncomfortable emotions towards, writing it all down on paper can be a really healing um, way for you to to work through those emotions and to actually get clarity on on how you're feeling and and next steps from there there's really simple lists so I like this uh, in the morning I'll I'll write a list of my to-do for the day um, which will be broken down into business personal etc there's also art journaling there's daily planning which I also love dream journaling so writing down your dreams from the night before There is reflective journaling, which is, as it sounds, you know, you're reflecting on your life, on how you feel, on your days, on your weeks, on your relationships. There is gratitude journaling, which I love. There is travel journaling. So when you're going away on a holiday, you know, writing out your experiences and really getting everything on paper. It's a really beautiful way to remember your your holidays there's nature journaling and there's food journaling. So as you can probably tell, there's no right or wrong way to journal. And that's a really important point that I want to get across. Whatever works for you is the best way to journal. There are some strategies and techniques to make this a consistent practice. So I find scheduling in 
uh, some time, whether it's five to 10 minutes in your calendar, in your diary, wherever you organize your life, schedule in um, some time to journal and try and make it around the same time each day. Like anything, like all my previous episodes, make it really small. So start with a minute, start with writing down one word. And as silly as this sounds, like this is how you're going to build on that. And this is the best way to start. Create a really quiet and relaxing space if that's possible for you to journal, because it's really, you know, it's really easy to get distracted from these new habits that we're building. So if you try and create a calming space, it's going to allow you to be present and to check in with yourself and to actually enjoy the experience and and the practice. I also think actually purchasing a beautiful quality journal is going to make it more attractive, is going to just add to the experience. So I love the personalized journals on Papier, a little bit pricey, but you know what, like for me, it's something that I like to prioritize. There's also, you know, all sorts of journals, um, pretty journals that you can get from Officeworks, Kmart, etc. So just something that, you know, feels quality, that looks beautiful and that you look forward to writing in. I'd also encourage your loved ones to start. So your partner, your friends, your family, the people around you, like anything, if you're doing this with other people, it's going to feel, you know, a bit more connected. There's going to be that extra accountability. So get get the people around you involved. Try not to put pressure on yourself to have to do it every day or even as you're starting out every second day. Release the pressure. Just just like I know it. you need to schedule it in to make it happen, but don't. Don't beat yourself up for not doing it every day or for as often as you had set. As long as you're starting to get into it and even you could start off just once a week, release the pressure, make it, make it, let it flow, let it, let it happen. It will happen um, the, the more that you do it and don't judge yourself. So don't judge your handwriting or your spelling, just practice complete and utter self-acceptance. So accept that everything that you put down on paper is perfect and enough and whole and you don't need to change anything. And if you're listening to this, just a little reminder that you are enough. Exactly as you are, exactly where you are, exactly what you're doing, you are enough. You're whole, you're complete, you're perfect. And just a quick note, how to start? Start. There's no silver bullet, secret ingredient, secret recipe You've just got to be committed and dedicated and set aside five minutes this week to start. Use a really simple prompt to write down an answer. So I probably recommend not starting off with just the free writing or streams of consciousness. Get out a a prompt, which you can find. Google has heaps of prompts. I also have um, my own journaling resource. If you want some of my favorite prompts, um, feel free to message me. I can send that through. Uh, An example of a really simple prompt to answer would be, how am I feeling right now and why? Or how can I bring joy into today? So there's specialized morning prompts, there's evening prompts or just general prompts. But the important thing is feel the resistance, know that you're going to want to avoid it and just give it a go anyway. Because for myself and my clients and the people around me that I've kind of forcibly pushed journaling on, 
It's been the most powerful tool when it comes to creating clarity, for creating personal growth and for creating sustainable, meaningful change in our lives. I truly believe that when it comes to journaling, you've got absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. So let me know how you go with this new practice and with this new habit. Such a big journaling advocate. I I absolutely love it. I, I really believe that if we all journaled, the world would be a better place. So give it a go. Give it a start. Commit to it five minutes this week and let me know how you go. And that is journaling in a nutshell. I hope that you have taken something from this episode and you are inspired and feeling ready to just give journaling a go. Let me know your feedback. Give the podcast a review, a rating. I would love to hear your feedback direct as well. I so appreciate you listening to this episode. Feel free to share it with a friend or a family member or a loved one who um, may benefit and value and get some value from journaling. This is what this podcast is all about sharing the the tips and the tools and the strategies so that we can all get more out of our life and career that's touching base for the week have a beautiful day night wherever you are and i am already looking forward to our next episode next week